It is Monday, December 28th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, next in line to play Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live, J.P. Welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on this Monday after the Week 16 loss for the Jags to the Chicago Bears. The Jaguars hold the number one overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. We have quite a program ahead. As always on Monday, Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli will join us. Well, Tony first. We'll get to Pete in a little bit. As we mentioned, the number one overall pick clinched. It is done. Jags lost, unfortunately. The Jets won. Thank goodness for Jamison Crowder. Put him in the ring of honor. What a game he had for the Jets in their win. Back-to-back wins now for the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. The Bears-Jaguars review. We won't spend a lot of time on that one. There's not a lot to review. We'll go around in social media questions. Twitter has been spinning all day long. And we've got some good ones. We'll go around the National Football League as well. Tony Baselli with us. Pete Prisco coming up in just a little bit. And, Tony, where are your uh, – first off, good afternoon. It, this might be the best 15 minutes of radio we're going to have in a long time. Since the day you missed an hour, this will be the best, even better than that, I think, without Pete. Yeah, and I think you like saying that, JP, because it's more of you. You actually get a chance to talk when it's just one of us because when there's – both of us on. It gets a little crowded for you. Um, doing good. Um, interesting day yesterday. Uh, and I'll just start it with this. Is I'm happy that the uh, because of the Jets win, that now everyone can actually root for the Jags to win a football game. So all the fans and everyone can be on the same page. No more of this half, you know, a bunch of people rooting for them to, to lose when the players and coaches are trying to win. That's not very much fun. And so at least we got that going for us uh, today that um, it's over. I mean, it's done. I mean, we, as I text, I shot a text to somebody yesterday. If you're going to be bad, be the best at being bad. Because being second or third or fourth best at being really bad doesn't get you what you want, which is a shot at the best player in college football. And when you have a quarterback uh, of the likes of Trevor Lawrence, and you need a quarterback, and you're a franchise that has not had a franchise quarterback for a long time, you know, this is the position you want to be in. And now you have an opportunity to go get the guy. I mean, there's no guarantees he's going to be a franchise quarterback, but he sure looks good in college, and uh, it gives you some excitement and some hope, and uh, I think the fans will be, uh, you know, paying a lot of attention this offseason going into training camp um, to see what this guy can do. So, you know, the, apparently here, the best the, the best I'm radio here. show just lasted about three minutes because here's Pete Prisco. That was now. awful. That was awful. Listening to him babble on about, oh, <laughs> best be the best you can be at losing. You didn't get on board when I started this in October. Yes, I, I did. Guess, no, not right away you did it. You picked 11 right wins. Hesitant, 11 you finally wins. came around, just like you came around to being a member of the media. And now look. All the, you know, all that stuff I did in October, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 it worked, Baselli. It worked. The plan worked perfectly. Jacksonville's rejoicing. I was listening to some of the radio today up there. You would have thought they won the Super Bowl yesterday. But that's not, a, Pete, that's not a good thing, by the way, that the most exciting thing to happen is being the worst team in the NFL. 
It is a good thing right now. It's better than being no, the right second now, worst team. I, I get I get it. Right now it's fine, but I'm talking about the overall. I mean, this has got to end. I mean, we got to got to. It just end, it just ended. You have stability for the next decade. You think? I mean, there's no guarantees, Pete. You know that as well as I do. I mean, but there are certain guys that when the Colts drafted Manning, when the Colts drafted Luck, when the when the you know there's there's certain guys you look at and you say yes, that's the guy. We well, still have to have stability also, around them too in the in the front office. No, and the we get that. We get that. that. We understand that, JP. But this gives you the chance to build around the guy. And and you know, look. It, sustainable success in the NFL comes from the quarterback position. Aberration seasons come when you don't have one and everything goes your way. 2017 was a Jacksonville aberration season. That's what it was. No, they went to the playoffs I, with David Garrard that one year. He was a good quarterback. They had a good team, but that's an aberration. And you and I agree on the, these points. or 100% aligned. I'm just saying, wow, it looks like Trevor Lawrence is – a you know generational type of guy um, that you have the highest confidence you possibly can have as far as a guy coming in and being good. Um, but just, all I'm saying is, listen, you're going to pick him. It's the right pick. I mean, unless something crazy were to happen, there's no doubt about it. But I'm just saying, I agree, JP. You got to build around it. You agree with that? And there's no guarantees in, in the college draft. I mean, there's been plenty of stories of top quarterbacks not working out. Now, were they as highly rated as Trevor Lawrence? No. But I'll ask you a question. Last year in the, the title game, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, who was better? Joe Burrow was better. Yeah. Who was better last year as a college quarterback, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow was better. Okay. But college quarterback doesn't mean Danny Werfel was one of the greatest college quarterbacks I've ever seen throw the football, and he couldn't play in the NFL. I get that. Now, with everything I just said should give you some hope because Joe Burrow, by all accounts, by what we saw before he got hurt, is going to be a fabulous uh, NFL quarterback. If he, if yeah, and, healthy. And, and I'll go back to John Elway. Was, when, I, when I saw John Elway coming out of college, and I, he went to school at Stanford the same time I was at ASU, he didn't put up great numbers at Stanford, but there were times you looked at him and you went, oh, my God, look at this guy. And, and that's what you get with Trevor Lawrence, who does put up big numbers. Now, I get it, Tony. He plays with good players. He's had great receivers at Clemson. He's had a great running back at Clemson. Uh, I understand that. But there's something when you look at him. And you're the one who always says it. You can look at – when we were talking about Minshew early in the season, you can look at guys and know they have it. Justin Herbert, the, the ball comes off their hands different. It's just different. Same with him, Josh Allen. The ball comes – you can't teach that. You can't coach that. And that's no, what we're getting with this I kid. agree with that. I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, the eye test, everything you see, the way he – the athlete that he is, his size, his arm strength, I mean, all of it you watch, you're like, oh, my God. He has it all. The one thing, though, and you said it, <clears throat> I think it's hard to evaluate these guys sometimes to get a real feel. Because how many times has uh, Trevor Lawrence actually been under pressure in the pocket? I mean – Clemson is so good. And yeah, but their so offensive line than... hasn't always their offensive right. line hasn't always been great. And he, that, he has to one, run that... sometimes too now. That that, that does happen no, no, for he him. He does. You're missing my point. I'm not just talking about the offensive line. I'm talking about everyone around him is like yeah. five star. I mean, they're Clemson's better than everybody. I mean, and Davis Tweedy does a great job. So 
There's isn't that the, the two are isn't that the two argument too from last year? And yeah, but here's the thing. I, I told you, and we talked about this. I was never a Tua guy. I've never Neither been a Tua guy. I. I, I watched him in college. I did not think he's going to be a great pro. Maybe he will be. I'm not ready to bury the kid yet. It's not over by any means. He's a rookie. There's a lot of stuff left to go. Um, but he would have never been my pick. I would have taken Justin Herbert before him. I would have taken, obviously, Joe Burrow before him. He was never the guy that I said, he, you know, for whatever reason, just the way it looked. Now, Trevor Lawrence is completely different. I mean, but it is when you evaluate these guys, when they go to a Clemson, it's the same thing at uh, Ohio State with uh, Justin Fields. Now, he looked not very good last week, but they're like – Nine out of ten times when they step on the field, they're surrounded with guys who are better than the other people they're playing at every position. Yeah, true. I get that. I understand that. But where, again, where, like, I go back to Stanford and Andrew Luck, when he was coming out, he wasn't on the best team. He made everyone a hundred times better. That's right. Kind of like Matt Leinart at USC. Right? Same thing. He yeah. had everyone around him. Like when USC back in the two thousand stepped That's on the right. field. They were better than everyone they played offensively. They had Reggie Bush. They had receivers. They had an offensive line. They had Lindell White. I mean, they had guys coming from everywhere. And, and when the, Josh Allen was throwing the bouncers and bartenders at Wyoming. That's right. And, and, yeah. and, and you look at Andrew Luck at Stanford. Yep. You know. Oh, I get it. But, th- but, but Tony, you can also look at it and say, oh, okay, if I, Pete, took Trevor, I, if I took believer. Trevor Lawrence and I stuck him at Wyoming, he would be like Josh Allen, if not better. If you took no, him and I, put him at Stanford, he'd be that guy. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. I think Trevor Lawrence is a special player. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. Um, but there's certain things. I mean, I go back to last year. You, if you'd asked me who's the better quarterback, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow, I would have said Joe Burrow last year. He no. might have played better, but you wouldn't have taken him before him. No, that's true. You're right. You're exactly right. He had a better year, but you probably still would have. If they're both coming out right now, You'd still take Trevor Lawrence first. Okay. If they're all coming out right now, would you take Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert? You'd probably still take Trevor Lawrence. But here's the thing. We talked about this last week, Pete. Right. You know, (laughs) you know that Justin Herbert is special. You know, I mean, he set the rookie record for touchdowns. And he does it, by the way, he does it when they have Keenan Allen, and he does it when they don't have Keenan Allen. I mean, he is a special player. I think can do for this franchise what Patrick Mahomes has done for the Kansas City Chiefs. I hope you're right. Which means, I'm going to call it right now, if they don't win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years, it's a, it's a bad pick. When you draft a guy like Trevor Lawrence, that's your expectation. So Jacksonville, get the fireworks ready. Get your excitement and parties planned because one year in the next 10, if not two, you will win a Super Bowl. Boy, that's, I mean. That, it feels like, Tony, you're trying to just get everybody to tap the brakes a little bit here is what it feels like. Yeah, really uh, by the way, I'm ex- I, I want, I've said it for weeks now. I want the number one overall pick. I want Trevor Lawrence on this team. I think he's the best player in college football. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks to come out since Andrew Luck. I mean, I think he's a – I agree with Pete. Like, when he spins it and when he runs and you watch him, his athletic ability, what he can do, his leadership qualities, his, I mean, like, he checks every box. 
the See, I said that last year, the, by the, the way. Word is that he's, the word is that he's a gym rat, that he loves the game. I yeah. mean, like, that's what you want. And, and so, I, yeah, I but, that, like, I'm I like, said that I'm with like, Joe Burrow, by the way, Tony. I said Joe Burrow will win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years. That's how good I think they both are. I really do. I think and you think Lawrence is better than uh, Joe Burrow? I do. I think Joe Burrow might have a better feel for the game right now, but pure athletic ability, pure ability to spin it, like you said, and he will get better doing all that other stuff. I know they're both great. I think they're both going to be great. I think Herbert's going to be special. Be a fun yeah. era for sure of quarterback play. These young guys in the NFL. I was watching some of the video clips the other day of, of Lawrence. I don't watch a lot of Clemson, but I watched some. But there was all these clips of touchdown passes from Lawrence, and a lot of them are him like rolling to the left, the opposite way, and throwing with his right arm. You can't teach that, it's JP. Unbelievable, you man. can't teach that. That's you roll to your left and throw back to your a rifle shot into the middle of the field, going to your left when you're a right-handed yeah. quarterback. You can't teach that. It's incredible. That that's special. That's Aaron Rodgers. Like Jacksonville should be thrilled. This Tony, say it after me. Losing was good this year. <laughs> say it, please say uh, it. I'll say this. Um, I'll say the same thing. If you're gonna be bad, be really bad. And I was on that. <laughs> well, they did it. No, and we, we talked about it. As soon as you, it was obvious that this thing was off the rails. Like, hey, keep losing because, like, being you know four and twelve and getting a you know, third, fourth pick. I mean, no thanks. Now, that doesn't mean Zach Wilson from BYU might not be a great player. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was picked like ninth or tenth in the draft, NFL draft. Justin and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun yeah. Watson's turned out to be a good quarterback yeah, where and, he was and, picked. And Justin Herbert was picked fifth. So it doesn't mean that these guys aren't going to be good, other guys. But I'd rather have the pick of him, and I'd rather have the chance to take the guy that you feel most likely – will be special because there's no guarantees but right. most likely you i believe he's the guy that can lead this franchise and be the face of it it takes the doubt out of it now the jets have doubt what do they do do they keep sam darnold do they draft a quarterback do they get justin fields is that now they're the team with the doubt the jaguars have no doubt now none yeah there's but there was never doubt. there was never any doubt this team was taking a quarterback pete it's, it's, I, I get that but, but there's still doubt know, about the guy they're taking there's no doubt at least in my mind there's no doubt about the guy the jaguars are taking uh, he will be a start quarterback one more yeah. thing before we go to break here i want to go back pete to what you were saying if if they don't win a super bowl in the next 10 years or two then it's a a bad pick what if they go to two super bowls and lose two super bowls is it still a bad pick no, uh, no, but you know what no, I mean. Come on, if they went, if they you go said to, it. But if they go, to, okay, like if they, what if they did the Buffalo Bills and went to four straight and lost four straight? Still one of the greatest accomplishments this accomplishments this league has ever seen, and but they don't get to do they deserve. That would be great. But you know what I mean. If they get the four two Super Bowls, four or whatever, and don't win them, they're still it's not a busted pick. But I think they're going to win one in the next ten. I really do. That's how good I think that kid can be. It, it just it puts you on a different plane. It's it's how many guys around the league that you can say right now, young quarterbacks that you would take before Trevor Lawrence. Well, I mean, I mean, the only guys you take, I mean, obviously Holmes, but they're all guys that have done it. Like right now, I mean, you probably take Herbert only because you know he can do it, and you were pretty sure that uh, Trevor Lawrence can do it. Now, with that said, it's still not like a, it's a it's a you could argue that Trevor Lawrence you take before Herbert. Or anyone else, because outside of a Mahomes, 
I mean, maybe a Watson. Would you take? Would you take? Uh, no, Trevor. I would. Would I take Watson over Trevor Lawrence? No. And I, I think I'm with you, Pete, because he has special ability as far as arm talent and athletic ability. I mean, and isn't isn't the dude like six six too? I mean, he's yes. a big yes. cat. Yes. yes. Um, Plus, so he's I'm gonna need you. a bit. I mean, he's gonna need your helmet from the days when you play because that head is giant, it's just like yours. <laughs> big head. And he, and he has a lot of hair. <laughs> hey, one last thing, real quick. Yeah. JP, everybody in Jacksonville should be rooting for Ohio State this week. <laughs> if you don't, you'd rather he play only one game than two. Yes. Let them lose. Let him get in bubble wrap, right. and then we'll see. Right. Even in if April. Justin Fields outplays him and beats him, he don't care. You just you don't well, want to well, play him two. Well, let me ask you a question. Is if they were to lose, if Clemson loses, any chance Trevor Lawrence goes back to win a national title? He's already got one. He's already got one. He's got one. This is COVID. You go out when you can go out. You got to go deal with him. You might deal with another season like this. You get out of there. No, he's not. I agree. It's the greatest scenario ever. It's the greatest scenario ever for a Georgia kid. He's he's from a town like Jag, a small town. It's perfect for him. He did. New York would have been bad for him. This is great for him. I, you know what my favorite is, though? I was reading some. It's a great market for him. It's a soft media market. Yeah, okay, there's not a lot of papers in town, but when I was there, it wasn't those soft media market. I can oh, tell you that right now. Wow. Look at Pete, look at Pete getting all upset. He took it personal. I did. He took it personal. I love I it. Was, I, was ne- I was never a soft media market when I covered that team. <laughs> Let's let you think about that for a few minutes. We're back in a moment, and we will get into yesterday's game briefly. We won't spend long on it, but the Jaguars lost to the Bears yesterday. The second hour, a little bit later, we'll have your social questions. We are off and running. It's a Monday edition of Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity floridians know what it means to stand together that's why florida blue is committed to the people of florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality enroll within 60 days of life-changing events such as losing your job to get benefits like plans as low as zero dollars a month and up to 500 dollars per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? 
At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today, 15 locations on the first coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today, the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry den. Keep finansat con. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jacksonville. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. You know, the time that we're in right now, you know, with COVID, you know, and a lot of these fans, you know, don't get a chance to see, you know, their team play. Uh, and you got an opportunity to come to what I believe is probably one of the greatest cities, you know, to, to enjoy. You got beaches, you got a river, you got, you know, it's such a, I really love this town. So it's a great town. And, you know, I mean, shoot, if I was a fan for another team and I couldn't, you know, if I have a choice of going to a game in cold weather or coming down here to Jacksonville and, and watch my team play, I think, I think those things are happening. I think they're probably happening for, you know, a lot of these teams that are, um, you know, letting people into their stadium. Um, so I don't I don't look at it as anything, um, you know, negative or 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 distracting for us. You know, our, our focus is, is on the field and trying to win football games. Head coach Doug Marone after the game yesterday. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli after the Jaguars lost to the Bears yesterday. That answer was in reference to you know, go ahead, Pete. Like no, I was going to say, I know what that answer is, too, but he doesn't realize they weren't just Bears fans cheering for the Bears. It was everybody. <laughs> no, I wasn't was inside. He... I wasn't inside the bowl. Tony, you, you saw in there where there, you know, there are a lot of Bears fans anyway. I get that. They're everywhere. But it seemed like there were probably some Jaguar fans in Bear uh, paraphernalia. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, it's hard to tell, but there was a lot of them. And I mean, at one point. You had the chant, let's go Bears, break out. I mean, it was – and every time the Bears did something good, which was a lot in the second half, it was uh, a lot of cheers. Um, so Were there any was, cheers? Like when DJ Chark caught his touchdown pass, were there any cheers? I, I, I don't recall it being like standing <laughs> out. Fans are smart. They're smart people. They're fans for a reason. Yeah. Well, and it goes back to my opening comments. At least this week, now everyone can root for the Jags. Because how great would it be 
to get the number one overall pick and still sweep the Colts and kick, keep them out of the playoffs. That would be beautiful. You know, it would be amazing if they beat the Colts again and the Colts didn't punt. Probably the first time in history that a team didn't punt two games. And, and they beat them. But that was, a, yeah, that was a bad loss yesterday for the Colts. Oh, man. Yes, it was. We'll get into wow. around, the, around the league coming up. Let's touch on this game yesterday very briefly on offense. Yeah, briefly. I mean, what, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I, there's not much. Did anybody, did anybody play well? Did anybody play well? I, I, I'll be completely transparent. I didn't even watch the tape. I mean, I, I watched I, the game. I haven't watched the tape either. But like, I, I you sounded like break. you thought the tackles played this morning. You sounded like you thought the tackles played okay. Cleo Mack, I mean, he had he had one pressure. I remember against Juwan Taylor on a bull rush. But outside that, I mean, Glennon had time. It wasn't like he was under tremendous pressure, and they ran the ball pretty well um, with Ogunbowale. So. Yeah, I mean, I thought they held up much better than I thought they were going to. It's not an easy – I mean, you watch what they did to the Vikings. Oh, my goodness. And what they did to Deshaun Watson and the Texans. I mean, they killed them. Um, and so I, I thought that was good. You know, here's the amazing thing about that game. It's 10-10 with under a minute left. In the second quarter. I mean, yep. and by yep. the way, and the Jags have the ball. If Glennon doesn't throw that pick – what are they doing in that scenario right there? It was almost like they radioed down, hey, Mike, a uh, little extra something in your check for a pick here. Oh, you, you're one of those people. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> we got a call after the game about that. Well, okay, how, okay, JP, go to the, t- to the play sheet. How much time was left on the clock, and where were they when they threw the interception? Stand they, were on the tw- uh, they were on the 20. They were on the um, 20. You know, because it was a touchback. And we're going to see it and, on your screen if you're watching it. And I believe there was like 55 seconds. Maybe fifty. So and they had one timeout, I believe. Yeah, what so are they doing? Trubisky's pass was intercepted at the thirty-five second mark. We're watching that on Jaguars.com right now and on uh, Jags Facebook. And then uh, Glennon's. So they pass had seventeen was, seconds. Yeah, left. Glennon's pass was at seventeen. What is, seconds. What, that's that was the radio down. Are you kidding me? Why are you even trying it? I'm trying to get three points. Seconds left and no timeouts. Well, they had one timeout left. Oh, and then right oh, here, wait, right before, right before the half, yeah. you know, eight seconds. Bears get the ball back. They put everybody back on the goal line. They get some extra yardage. Go down, call a timeout, and kick a field goal. Well, so, and I was a little bit critical about this on the radio of why were they playing so soft? Why would they have everyone on the goal line? And after having a couple conversations with different people. Um, not on the st- this staff, but kind of looking at you know what um, you know what was the thinking there. They don't want to give up a touchdown, obviously. If so, what defense are you going to play? The reality is, is they had the timeout. They were already in field goal range. It was it wasn't like it was a sixty five yard. It was going to be a fifty one yard field goal, which um, is nothing in the goal. NFL now. Yeah, they're in field goal range, and so I think what they said, like, okay, if we play a base defense and they go take a shot over the top and give up seven. We don't want to do that. They're already in field goal range. Let's just take away the making sure they can't get seven and, you know, make them we'll, – we'll, we'll concede the three. Now, yeah, I'm not saying – I don't, I don't, know. No, I don't really Pete, like it. I don't, I don't like it either. It's not the defense. I would, have, I would have run, you know, a soft cover three or cover four or put, you know, two deep over the top, you know. <clears throat> so there's different things you can do. I mean, the Raiders tried it, and, you know, Fitzpatrick found the hole in that. Um, 
in the cover too. So, I mean, every, I mean, so I would have played a softer zone um, and at least try to contest it underneath and try to force the longer field goal. But it's not like, I mean, it's not like they weren't in field goal range when they did it. Right. But I mean, it would have been a long field goal. Yeah, I agree. So what is your concern, that they're going to go by you or that you're going to get a Hail Mary thrown on you? What's your concern there? Yeah, I mean, the, the only concern you have there, and I argue, again, I don't think it's a real concern. There's only seven seconds left. If right. they drop back and try to throw a 35-yard pass to the end zone, <clears throat> if they're not careful, if he doesn't hit his back foot and, foot and throw it, then they might run out of time. Which is why you, you might try a Hail Mary, but that might run out of time, too. That's so, right. So that was a bad that was a bad decision. I, I it was I, bad coaching. I, I didn't like it. I thought it was the wrong call. But you know, but to be clear, they were already in field goal range. Um, so it's not like that play allowed them to get into field goal range. Now, of course, second half starts and they blow the doors off the Jaguars with four straight touchdown drives. So it's really at that point didn't matter. I mean, they just. Oh yeah, I mean, it's right not like over. it's not like we lost by three. Well, that's because somebody went through the locker room at halftime and said, "There's a little something uh, for you. Here's a little something for you. A little just something." Stop, for you. Pete. No one did that. That's stupid. Like, ta- the problem is, Pete. You uh, say that enough, people listening actually might. Leave you. I know. Let's come back. I'm kidding. Got- nobody would do that, and nobody. Would- well, I don't know. Back in the day, Baselli might have taken a little something extra. No, first of all, you know that's not true because I'm not the one whose life my my life philosophy and life mission statement is: if it's good for me, it's good for me. <laughs> Let's come back. Plenty more ahead. A little more on yesterday's game. The GM search continues as well. And your social questions in the second hour. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity in florida bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road so when you ride follow the rules always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike and drivers watch for cyclists give them space to ride and don't forget when making that right on red look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane we all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe alert today alive tomorrow because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit. 
so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. I thought he did a nice job. He really did. I thought that, um, you know, he had about, you know, whatever, 12 to 15 carries. I thought he was he averaged about five yards a carry. He had a nice 25-yard run. Um, he was running hard. Um, you know, I think, I think you know, it would have been nice to see if, you know, if the game was close and, you know, now all of a sudden he's at 20 to 25, you know, how he does there. But, you know, I thought he did a nice job uh, going in there. That's head coach Doug Marone discussing Dario Gunbowale running back yesterday, 14 carries. On the nose, 71 yards, 5.1 yard average, his first career start. He only had four carries the whole season coming into yesterday's game. And he had some moments yesterday without James Robinson available. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, and Tony Baselli. the day after a loss to the Bears and the day after the Jaguars secured the number one overall pick in next year's draft. Uh, so, uh, Ogunba Wale, we'll see how James Robinson's week goes. Head coach Doug Marone today said that uh, there's still swelling in the ankle, and we'll see how the week goes, basically. Uh, if he can't get out there Wednesday or Thursday, then it, he said it's probably not going to look good, but uh, we'll see. So if he doesn't go, then Dari, at least last week, played pretty well in his place, and that'll be the, the Week 17 situation at running back. Uh, Pete, what are you doing right now? You flipped your camera I don't know. around. No. What in the world is yeah. happening down there? I'm having Pete, a problem with this. Yeah, you're – you are lost. You are, are, are you are lost. Lost. You couldn't get the word lost. out. Hey, I was trying to be. Um, I was that kid nice. ran well. That kid ran well. I thought yesterday when he was in there. He did. Like you should just stop talking because we're seeing your computer screen. Just stop. No one wants to hear from you. Um, he played very well. I thought, and I think these are games. This is where this is important. Now we got you back. Unfortunately, um, this is where. Everyone says, you know, do guys mail it in? Are guys checked out? I, this is the greatness of the NFL. I mean, you have the Jets who've won back-to-back weeks when it looked like they couldn't get out of their own way. 
and they compete and they play hard. You look at the Jaguars, guys like Ogumbawale, who are trying to make a statement like, hey, I can be the number two back here with James Robinson or one of the other 31 teams that can, uh, where he has a chance to play. So this is the, I mean, I love the NFL because it's very hard and very rarely do you see guys lay down um, because it's just the, the way the game's played, the physicality of it. Um, there's so many things that go into it. And I thought Ngumboale was a perfect example of just giving great effort, and he did himself well yesterday uh, the way he ran the ball. Fresh legs. Yeah, the op- that. yeah, the opening drive, you probably went, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. My win this now, thing. I, I don't think that was – I, the only time I went, uh-oh, when Trubisky was uh, with his play in the first half. Gosh, he was bad. He really was. He was bad <laughs> in the first half. And he makes some throws. I mean, some of the throws he makes are just terrible. Yeah, they're going to be caught in the Bortles situation if they make the playoffs. You know what I mean? If they, may, just, if they win this week against Green Bay, they're in. They might keep everybody. And then that's the Bortles situation. You don't get better. You just stay the same. Trubisky in the Is first it in half. Green Bay? 12 of 20, no, 145, a touchdown, Chicago. and an interception in the first half. Yeah, I mean, Packers need the, Bears, the game, though. Packers need the game. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the Bears are going to beat them, number one. Um, number two, even if they go to the playoffs, the Bears, Ryan Pace, whoever's going to be making that decision, he's not your quarterback. He's not the future. He's not a guy who's going to win you everything. So go get one. Because you don't have one. I mean, I don't care what happens. If it's, you know, you win a playoff game. He is not the answer for Chicago at quarterback. No, I would agree with you 100%. And, and those who think he's the answer are misguided. But if you're going to be, if you're stuck with him for not, I mean, think about that. If you're stuck with him, no, he's not going to be able to bring that team up. Why would you be stuck with him? If you decide to keep him. Uh, it sounds like Tony's already made the decision for them. I, I'm yeah, with them. The, I wouldn't keep him. It's either. the right decision, JP. Right. Like, pretty that athletic. Guy, he's not a he does, he is pretty athletic, though. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Put him at tight end. I mean, <laughs> they're not a good team either. No, their back half isn't very good. Or at least he's not playing very well this year. Here, here's the other thing, real quick. Um, we had this debate, I think it was earlier in the year or last year, DJ Chark or Allen Robinson. I don't Ooh. think that's a debate Ooh. right now. Allen Robinson has 100 catches with Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles as the quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Not a debate. He's better. No. He's going to get paid a lot of money this year. Back to Jacksonville. <laughs> He's going to get paid a lot of money from somebody. Somebody. Yeah, but – I. But I know, you know, Tony, you made a good point on the, um, on the morning show. I saw they tweeted it out. That's not what they need in that receiving core. They need somebody who can run. They have no I'm speed. I'm speed. They have no uh, – and I'm telling you, Pete, I'm a firm believer in this. You need guys at your skilled positions that can make things happen when everything's not perfect. And the only way that happens – like, tell me the last time we had a run after the catch where a guy just took it and was gone. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. I mean, because 
you have to have guys like a Debo Samuel at forty uh, nine San Francisco. Or, I mean, yeah, forty nine. You know, but he doesn't even run away from people. He just—he's not a big. But I know what you're talking about. Okay, the the Chiefs have like eight of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. One of those guys. Whole offense they, of they, right. they get in open space, and it's like, oh my gosh, everyone hold their breath. <laughs> right. I mean, Jackson you need nobody. You nobody need like speed that. outside to threaten the defense and scare people. I, and I think DJ Chark, I, I'll stand by it. I still think you try to work a deal that's favorable to both sides. I early. agree. I would bring him back. I think he's a good player. But, but but I don't like I don't think anyone's like staying up at night going, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do with DJ Chark? Which you're right, which is why you look around like I mentioned Rondell Moore at Purdue. I mentioned Tony Kidd from Florida. Those I heard the, I, I heard Tony doesn't run is, is quick. He's quick, not he's fast. He's quick. I don't told. know about like I don't blazing. know. He runs pretty fast too. I don't know what his time is though. I'm he just telling you what fast. I've been, he plays, he plays fast. fast. As hell. I'm just telling you what I've been told by people who know Florida. Um, really? I've, I, I don't know what the kid runs. He looks fabulous. I mean. Rondell Moore is fast. I don't know if you've seen him play. There was a game that uh, one of the Gators games this year where Tony was kind of like chopping his feet and couldn't decide where to go, and he was hit right at the line of scrimmage every time he touched the ball. Other times I've seen him, it's like he makes a move and then he can get 15 yards like that, you know? But 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 you know what I mean? Like I don't know. You guys have seen Rondell. He didn't play this year, but last year at Purdue, he guys like a Tyree Kill kind of player big play ability little small you, you, you need quick fast people look at the Steelers right. I mean they, they got a bunch of guys I mean you need people who but they're not put, that fast either Tony the only one who could run is Deontay Johnson he's really the only that's one. what I'm saying that's why I couldn't think of his name that's why it's, it's, it's Deontay Johnson well Claypool can uh, run too now he's more straight speed straight line right. speed he can fly too my whoever it is you need speed because LaVisca Chenault's not a speed burner. He's a big nope. physical guy. Uh, Chark is a straight line. He has some straight line speed, but he's not a make-you-miss type of guy. You need a guy who gets in the open field and puts some fear uh, into the defense. And, and James Robbins is not a speed back either. Correct. Correct. So that- so, and that's why, I mean, maybe you go find, you know, your your number two back, you know, where you can share carries like a lot of the teams are doing nowadays, and maybe you go find in the middle of the round, fourth, fifth, sixth rounder, a, a fast scat back, like an Eckler, a guy who can who can who can move in space. So um, obviously James Robinson, he's he, you feel good about him coming back next year and being that number one back, but having a a change of pace guy would be good as well. All right, guys, let's take a time out. We're back with GM Talk. Interviews are underway. And a little later, your social questions. This is Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry deň. Kif finansát kon. 
¿Cómo te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Here for all. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. In Florida, bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow. Because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now. Bucket dunking now, namaste now. Popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for $2.99. And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. Glad you're along with us today. The uh, Jaguars' road to 84 continues. Well, yesterday the Jaguars had two new players touch the field for the first time. So they now have 81 players that have played at least a snap this season, special teams, offense, or defense. The league record's 84 by the Dolphins last year, in fact. That's a non- I think the 49ers have had 81 this year, too. Well, they let's see. I'm looking at it again here. So, as of this morning, no, the 49ers have 80, Pete. 80. Yeah. 80. Yeah, so, they're one be behind clear, it's 81. Not apples it's, it's not an apples-to-apples apples, uh, comparison this year because of the new rules of practice squad and COVID restrictions and, Correct. and everything else. So, it's a little bit different. I mean, last year was a normal year, and the fact that the Dolphins had 84 was crazy. And those, that's a record that's, from a non, non-replacement player season. The 87 season skewed a bit because of all the, the replacement guys. Of but, those 81, how many were actually NFL players? 
Pete, that's not nice. <laughs> All of them, by definition. In, but again, in a normal year, how many of them would have been playing? Um, They're right, because they expanded the practice squad. A lot of those well, guys right, so probably have, you'd probably have 15 of them that wouldn't have played, or 10 of them. Well, yeah, because all the guys that got brought up from the practice squad back and yeah. forth and everything else because of COVID and you had opt-outs and everything else. Think about it, the guys who opted out would take up roster spots. So, yeah. Yeah. Like the guys who opted out, are they coming back next year? Great question. I mean, I'd assume you're, they're under contract. If they like, want to play football, they got right. to come back here. The contract right. is slide. So, right? so yeah. then they would have the defensive lineman back that yeah. they signed out of um, the nose Seattle. Tackle. Yeah, Al Woods. Right, I would, but uh, Gunter with the heart issue. We, yeah. I mean, I think he's done, isn't he? Yes, he's done. Yes, he's done. Uh, by the well, way, the Al Jets... Woods, Al Woods would probably be in the rotation next year at some point. He would think so. I mean, right, now so. he was already eleven years in, right? I mean, it's not like he's getting any younger. Wasn't he an old older player to begin with? Right? Was it eleven? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it was eleven. Was it? Long. It's a long time. But look, anybody on that defensive line is a good thing. They might, they might ask Baselli to suit up on the D line next year. I'll tell you what, I'm heavy enough right now. I could. <laughs> Me too. Well, Al Woods, Put my hand in the dirt. Al Woods came in the league in 2010. So this would have been his 10th year then. Yeah. 11th year. Yeah. That's, but, that's you know, incredible. those big guys hang around for a long time because. Well, especially, he, I mean, he's a first and second down player. I mean, that's what he right. is, run yeah. stop. But don't they have that now, though, with Hamilton? Yeah, I mean, but you need more than one. And Avery's, Avery's a first and second down player, so it'll probably become. And so is Doug Costin, who's played well. By the way, the Jaguars uh, claimed an offensive lineman off waivers today from the Steelers. Derwin Gray, an offensive lineman, uh, added. Uh, just a little bit ago, it was a seventh-round pick of the Steelers in 2019 out of Maryland. So there's a possibility he could be number 82 this week. Well, he probably doesn't know how to run block then. <laughs> He's coming from the Steelers. Oh, man. Yeah, Pete, they're not very good. You're they're not crushing very good at that, people today, Pete. What? What is what's well, I mean, up with the you today? Steelers have been no, yesterday. The Steelers, uh, and I'm going to tell this. I know this is getting off on a tangent, but the Steelers had a first two goal at the one. They threw three passes and then tried to run it in on fourth down. That's not who the Steelers are. I mean, my gosh, come on! Mm. So they haven't. They haven't been. A, they've been a terrible run blocking team all year, JP. Which is shocking. Very. It's not who they are. So, but anyways. Uh, and, and somehow they had three guys uh, make the Pro Bowl uh, from the offensive line. Yeah. Well, Pouncey goes every year. He shouldn't have gone for the last decade. He's over. He's one of the most overrated players I've seen. Tony, how did uh, judge the defense just off the watching the game when you were in the booth? Anybody play well? Pete, you gave up 41 points. That's, uh, maybe there was somebody. I don't know. I didn't look like it, but. Nothing stood out. How about that? Not even Miles My- Jack's plays regressed a little bit in the last couple of weeks. I think nah. that's a, he's probably a victim of his cir- circumstances around him. There's, there's so much going on. I mean, Look around him, it's like who the heck are these guys? I mean, who are these guys? You know, every week the changes. No, it, it makes it. I mean, the changes. It, it, I, I, you can't discount the amount of changes that have happened on this roster and, and what, the effect that it has on guys who like a Miles Jack. You know, it, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to play 
with different people around you week in and week out, and it get and it wears on you. I mean, they've lost 14 straight games. And I'm not, and, and it's not like he's not trying, but it, it, it becomes difficult. I'm just telling you to get Could up imagine, every day. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Can you imagine if the Colts didn't blow a game where they didn't punt? Everybody would be talking about going 0 and 16 this week. Oh, thank goodness we won one game. Thank goodness. <laughs> You'd live in infamy, though. <laughs> yeah, that's not, just that's what not something we want, you want to live Keith. with. Great. I mean, what the Browns and the Lions? <laughs> Come on, Let well, them and, keep and Tampa went zero oh, and uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, that was John McKay's quote. Remember, how was the execution? He said he was all in favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how was your defense's execution? Goes, I'm all in favor. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's been a long year. I know that wears on those players. I'm sure it's wearing on a guy like Miles Jack. Oh he, gosh, it's hard. So, like, no, so in the whole grand scheme of the game, not two or three players that you could say played well, Tony? Nothing. Anybody? How about this? Nothing stood out. <laughs> Nobody on offense either? You said the tackles I mean, were okay. I, I thought the tackles played fine. I thought the offensive line blocked. I mean, Gumbo Ali ran the ball well. I thought Glennon had plenty of time for the most part back there. I thought the offensive line played fine. And that's a good defensive front. How about Who Schilbert? starts a quarterback this week? Ooh, good question. Does it matter? Uh, well, you said they're back on track to try and win a game now. I, w- I would. Well, it matters to them. I would start Luton. Why not? Who I would got? start Luton too. Yeah, Doug Marone, start, today, Marone today said they have not discussed it as of one uh, thirty today. They discuss it uh, this afternoon and in the evening, so they should have something in the next day or so. Well, Glennon's not any good. Minshew's not any good. You might as well find out what you got in Luton. See what he can do. I'm a, I'm with you on that one, Tony. Let him throw it around. Because he's the one guy that has a cha- legitimate chance to be back next year. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe as the third. As the third. Squad. No, I'm yeah. saying you get a veteran you get a, back. You need to go get a veteran leadership to yes, be I agree. a calming influence for the for Trevor Lawrence. That's who you pick. Like Andy Dalton. Someone like that. You need to go get a guy who can come in here, show him how to do it, You know, be a pro. Not trying to, he understands his role. He's not, that's why I don't think you can keep Gardner Minshew as the backup. No. Here's a question. Not at all. Now, is there any rule that would, if Luton plays, it's his fourth game, would that disqualify him from practice squad or anything like that? No. No, I I do not believe so. No. So so he's definitely going to be coming to camp anyways next year, you would think. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. I'd be shocked if he's not. So you got to find a veteran backup quarterback because mm. that young room would need a veteran backup quarterback. Yeah, you need some some presence, like a guy and who's not done Mike before. Glennon, and not Mike Glennon. Yeah, I don't think Glennon would be the right unless, guy. Unless they made that deal with him before half and said, we'll make sure you're the backup next year. Again, <laughs> Pete, there's no deal being made. Be hey, clear. Mike. You're going to be our backup quarterback next year. Just make sure you bomb the rest of the game. So, then again, you don't really have to tell him to bomb. So what am I saying? I mean, you're just, you're a terrible, <laughs> you are a bad human being. You know? I know, I know, but it's funny. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing. Please. You're laughing too. I'm People not laughing. You're holding it back. Funny. You agree with me? I don't think it's funny. It's I don't hilarious. think, I don't think, I don't think making uh, accusations of bribes happening at halftime. It, 
it, there are jokes about the bra. It would no, it was before half, right before the interception. <laughs> Somebody buzzed at his helmet in his ear. Yeah, great. No, when he was on the sideline, hey, when you go back out, we're going to throw a pass. Make sure it gets dipped in intercepted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's come back. Second hour of Jaguars half. My head hurts. Another hour of your head hurting ahead. <laughs> Get ready. Social questions are around the corner as well. We're halfway home on Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at tropical smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket dunking now namaste and now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now you're on tropic time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
Um, we got one more game left. Um, and like I told the team, I told them after the game, I said, hey, 2020 has been, you know, I mean, we all know that. I said, but, hey, the way I look at it is, you know, we've got ourselves a game and, you know, starting in 2021. So, you know, let's, let's, let's make this change. You know, let's, let's just change this thing. And, you know, I think these guys, they, they care about each other. You know, in the locker room, they're, they're consoling each other. It's, um, it's difficult. Um, but again, I mean, you're, you're not getting a lot of, you know, people pointing fingers. You're not getting people that want to get, take themselves out of the game. You're getting guys that are, um, you know, going in there and, and trying. We're just, it's not, not making plays. And at the end of the day, we're not, we're not playing well enough. And that's on all of us. We're back, baby. Second hour of Jaguars happy hour. That's head coach Doug Marone from after the game yesterday. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. The Jaguars lost in week 16, 41-17 the final score. The 14th consecutive loss for the Jags. It is now the franchise record alone for the longest losing streak in Jags history. The Jets had about three minutes left in their game after the Jags game went final, and they held on to beat the Browns. So the Jags have secured the number one overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. And, Pete, I'm, uh, I'm reporting that there are no fireworks barges on the river yet, but <laughs> Trevor Lawrence fever in Jacksonville is only just beginning, I'll say that. It's been a, a, quite a day of conversation and uh, radio talk and everything around what has happened after yesterday. I mean, it's – isn't it crazy up there right now? Isn't the can't you feel the enthusiasm? Yes. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're you're spot on. Everywhere. I mean, it's the same thing as last week. Everybody started talking about it last week. Now it's become reality, and it's just ratcheted up even more. Everywhere I went today, people wanted to talk about number sixteen. And and you know what? They should. They should feel excited. This is this is the this is the first time in their probably. In the, I was saying this the other day. Look. Mark Brunel was a really good quarterback, but he wasn't drafted and developed there. They found him. They went and got him. This is the first time they've drafted. They're going to draft the franchise quarterback. They thought Blake was. It's not the well, timeout, though. It's not the first time they've tried. Yeah, no, they've right. tried, but this one's going to actually work. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they went for Byron Leftwich, did not work out. They went Blaine, Blaine Gabbert. Did not work out. They went Blake Bortles. Everyone knows that story. So they've tried three different times with first-round draft picks on quarterbacks, top ten picks, and none of them worked. But none of those guys coming into the draft was considered this kind of player. None of them. Not even close. There were Remember, in every one of their dra those drafts, there was debates on who the first quarterback should be. I agree. No, no. None of those guys were Trevor Lawrence. Not even close. But I'm saying my my only point, Pete, is this, this is not the first time that they've tried to find their franchise quarterback in the draft. No, I, I agree, but it's the first time that they're going to have one. It, Brunel played what 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, and two, and two. How many of those years? The first year he wasn't a franchise quarterback. So how many of those years was he a franchise quarterback? I mean, I mean, he went to, you know, four straight playoff games, uh, playoff appearances with two AFC title games. So. Right, so 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000. 2000, 2000 2001. Probably six, six of those yeah. years. That, that's what I mean. It's not sustainable in six. It's six great. He had five really good years, six good years. 
But this might be the real, the only franchise. Well, you, but franchise. You, you could argue, though, that they get that there was no reason to draft Byron Leftwich that Mark still had three or four years left. I mean, he went, he went to the Redskins, now the football, uh, Washington football team, and took them to the playoffs. Yeah, true. Probably, yeah, you're right. They probably, but they were starting to figure out, trying to figure out for the future because there was nobody there that could well, play. Remember, well, but remember, it was different. It was, yeah, they, was uh, um, they did, uh, they, they drafted Byron because it was Jack Del Rio and, uh, and Shaq their first year together. And they came in and took over and they wanted their guy. Right. But in 2001, Mark went 19 and 13. 19 touchdown passes, 13 interceptions. That's not franchise quarterback numbers. That's fair. So, and, and I'm not dissing Mark because I think Mark had four really good years in a row here. But this is the first time that they've had their. You'd, you'd like to think this is the first time they'll have a 10 year guy at, at quarterback in their history. It would be nice if that were the case. I mean, you go around the league, how many teams have not had that guy? The Jaguars are one of the few that hasn't had that guy. Tampa hasn't either, by the way. Were they drafted the guy? We're in, and he's been their guy, right. Well, they tried the first overall pick. They drafted the guy named Vinny Testaverde, who everyone was right. convinced was going to be a superstar. Steve Young, too. They drafted him up there, too, remember? They're, I mean, they're, they've tried. But I'm saying franchises have had them. But this is the first time in this year's this team's history that they can say that they're excited to be able to have that guy. Now, to the conversation of who will make that selection, the GM interviews continue. The reports continue to surface of names associated with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And yesterday, Jerry Reese was added to that list, former Giants general manager. Balky, who's in-house, Reese, uh, Lewis Riddick, Rick Smith, the four reported names as of right now on the GM side, Pete. Yeah, and look, all those guys, if you look at Jerry Reese has had success. He, he did, you know, he helped Tom with the picking that Giants team, and he had some good picks, but he blew plenty. And, and Lou Riddick was part of the dream team in Philadelphia, if you want to, you know, call him out for that. He was, and that was a disaster. And Rick Smith, did some good things for the Texans, but had to walk away because, A, his wife was very ill, and she has since passed away, uh, and, B, he was kind of getting pushed out by Bill O'Brien. So, yeah, him and Bill O'Brien did not have a good relationship with no. all the reports. And, and Trent Baalke, I, you know, I think that's the courtesy interview inside the building. That's what I think that is. And it'll be interesting. It'll be, and obviously, you know, Doug's still the head coach, um, but you would assume after this game, you know, there'll be changes. I'd be, I think we'd all be surprised if there was not. Is that fair? Uh, I, it would be uh, knock me over. I'm dead surprised if he comes back. And that's so, not a diss. That's not a diss against him because no, this team, not. nobody's winning with this team. Nobody. So it's not on Doug Marone. I, I agree with that 100. Um, percent So it'll be interesting. Um, what strategy does John Khan and Tony Khan, Mark Lamping, and, and everyone who's making that decision, do they go hire the GM first or do they hire the coach first or do they do it together, tying the two individuals at the, uh, to the hip? You know, so the, I mean, to, to be clear, there's a couple of different philosophies. One is you hire a GM and the GM goes and picks the coach. 
and the coach reports up to the GM. The other philosophy is, is what you've seen more of, and you saw it happen in San Francisco with Shanahan was hired first, and then they found a GM that fit with him. And, and they gave them matching contracts, six-year contracts together. Um, the Browns did it last year. They hired uh, Stefanski, and then they found a GM that fit him, Eric Berry, I believe it is. Andrew GM Berry. There. Andrew Berry, sorry. Yeah. Um, Andrew Berry, and they brought him in once they had the head coach. And so there's two different philosophies. You can win either way. Is it going to be a strong head coach with the GM tied to him? Again, that's exactly what San Francisco did. They've had success. Or is it going to be a strong GM and the GM hires the coach? In Carolina, they hired Matt Rule, gave him a bunch of money, and and then they got rid of Marty Herney, and now Matt Rule is going to get a guy in there that works with him. So the coach has the choice. It's just a matter of if if you decide to go. For example, if they hired Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer would have the juice, and he would bring in his own guy. That's right. It just depends on who the coach is and what kind of juice he's going to have. Well, you look at Buffalo, they hired Sean McDermott. And made, he's a strong coach. And then he, with him, as part of the process, they went and hired the GM. Which is why pairings are big when you look at who might be going where. And, and you know, you mentioned San Francisco. If they were to hire Robert Sala, then Adam Peters might be his GM. That's right. Or, or if you hired Arthur Smith then Ryan Cowden might be his GM. And so you pair them together. And there's a lot of, see, the usual names always get out because A, the agents pounce, they just pounce on those guys to release their guys' names. Because the more your name's out, you know how owners are. Oh, he's over here, he's over here. We got to bring him in. That's which right. Makes, which makes no sense. Uh, but there are guys out there that are, you, you hear good things about them. Cowden being one of them, that's not getting a lot of play. Um, you know, Buffalo has a couple guys, and, and Dan Morgan's one. I, you know, Dan Morgan was a player in the league. I hear nothing but good things about Dan Morgan, his evaluation skills, and how he could be a GM. I will say this, Tony, and talking to some GMs around the league, one of the things they say is when they took over, they thought it would be much more scouting than it is and it's really only 20% scouting and 80% of dealing with everything else. Well, I mean, I, I, I think the GM, um, you can hire scouts, and you can hire a good scouting department and have a good structure. Really the key, I mean, and Pete, we've talked about this, I think we talked about it on the show. If you look at successful organizations, it's about really four main leadership positions, obviously the owner, then your GM, your head coach, and then the quarterback. You need to get those four right. And the GM, to me, is more of a leadership of the football side of the organization who is managing it and making sure the culture is right, um, players, coaches, and that the, re- the right players are, you know, you're out picking players that fit the system of the coach. You're there to support the coaching staff to get them what they need to be successful. Because, I mean, w- w- because if you look at an NFL franchise, any of them, whether it's Jacksonville or Chicago Bears or whoever, your two greatest assets are – your players and your coaches. That's all that matters. Because if you get those right, you win football games and everything else takes care of itself. And if you have a GM, I want a GM that's going to, if he hires good people, he's going to listen to them. Don't, that's right. I've, had, I've heard so many stories of scouts getting fired 
because they pushed back and they didn't like it. And they did I want that. I want you to challenge me and tell me why I need to go back in and look at a player. Maybe I had this grade on him, but you think he's better. You watch four games of him. I'm going to go back and watch the same four games and see if I see what you see. And, and that's what I want from my day. By the way, I'm officially throwing my hat into the ring. Oh. Uh, if they want to interview me, wow. I'm more than willing to be the general manager of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'll find you because. Breaking huh? news. Are you Breaking your own news. agent? I, I, Do you have an agent or yeah. is it just you? I, I've done my own contracts. I can do my own deal. I, I can sit with the cons and I will outline my plan and I'm ready to go. I'm officially throwing my name in. I know who I would hire for my coaches. I know what I would do. And by the way, whoever's the general manager of that team going forward, if you screw it up, you're a bad football guy, period. End of story. You can't. It's almost impossible to do. That thing will be rebuilt on its own. You could have a robot go in there. I will draft Trevor Lawrence first overall. I have four picks in 44. I have a ton of cap room. You can't screw it up. It's impossible to screw up. <laughs> but I mean, your point is, is the right one, though, in the sense of it, it, the GM is less about scouting, more about leadership. And, and the and, like and, you said, in working and, with and the, the culture and the culture oh, and yeah. everything else. It, the, there, has to be only, there has to be one voice in the organization. And the coach and the uh, and the GM have to be on the same page. It has to be a single message that goes throughout the entire organization on the football side. It's like you know, it's it's like marriage, Pete. If like when when parents aren't on the same page, what do kids do? They play off each other. Like, right. Like my kids are like they're, they're like masters at it. If my aunt and I are on the same page, my kids are working both of us because. There's discord. There's like, right. it's, it's not good. But when everyone's on the same page and everyone has the same message and the GM and the head coach are tied at the hip and they know, like, it's like, it's a, the, from the movie Backdraft. You ever see Backdraft, Pete? The fire movie? I've wow. seen yeah. it. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, oh. where uh, uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell, Kurt Russell's sitting there and he's holding the guy who's about to fall and he's like, let me go. And he goes, if you go, we go. And that's the mentality between the GM and the head coach. Like, hey, Oops. we're in this. <laughs> you slipped out of my hand. <laughs> but, you, but you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. that, that's the mentality. That, like, the successful organizations in the NFL, and it's the same teams for the most part that are successful year in and year out because they have one voice. Those two guys are tied at the hip, and they're in it together. Thing that can't be involved. It can't be. And it ruins teams. Ego. Yeah. If you allow ego and credit to seep into a building, it will destroy every bit of it. Why, if you're a GM and you have a coach, why on earth would you start fighting over who gets credit or who did it? Or who, yeah, who, who cares? Right. You're both getting credit for it. And, and, and that's because, and so it goes back to your comment, Pete. I think it was really, it's, it was well said. It's about leadership. And it's 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 the the right leader wants to hear from everybody and wants pushback. You don't want a bunch of yes men. And so great leaders, great GMs, great coaches are very confident. They have strong convictions, but there's also a sense of humility that they don't have all the answers. Correct. I, I were look. Urban Meyer's name has been mentioned a bunch, and I know there's interest there, and I think he's interested. My there's a couple of concerns with him. One, he walked away for health reasons. That's always a concern. 
Um, two, how healthy is he now? Three, he won in college because he out-recruited everybody. You can't do that in the NFL. Although, this job's almost like recruiting with all the picks and, and cap room you have. Um, so I just think when you look at it from that standpoint, that worries me a little bit. And what would the building become? And I know nobody cares about this. Maybe only I do. But we talk about culture. What would the building become if Urban and, say, one of his old Belichick that he knows lieutenants came in and took over the building? What would that be? Would it, that's not good. I don't think that's good. In other words, if I sat here, we sit here on Monday night, and Tony, you know me, I say anything. And that was part of me doing this radio show. I was going to be me. Could you imagine me criticizing Urban Meyer on a, on a Monday night for a bad decision he made on a, uh, in a game? I, you know, I'm sure he might take offense to that. That's because that's not something he's probably been used to. So I wonder how the culture would be if they brought in Urban Meyer. Well, I mean, I mean, here's the deal with Urban. He's been successful everywhere he's been. Um, you know, he's not a, he's never been a coordinator. So I don't know if he's like a deep X and O guy. But he's a he's a really good head coach, and he you know was good at evaluating talent and going and getting kids to come play. And he obviously put together some good staffs um, everywhere he was because a lot of the guys that work for him are head coaches now. Um, and so he knows what it takes. He knows how to build, um, and he's obviously organized, and he has that going on. Um, as far as the culture piece, I don't know. I mean, you'd you'd have to talk to people who played for him or worked with him. Um, to understand what what that is like. Um, but you cannot argue with the results that he's able to bring. He's been successful everywhere he has been. Now, it's only been in college. Sometimes that does not translate to the NFL. There's no doubt about that. But he has had success. The one thing you brought up that does concern me as well is the health. Because if he had, he had to resign from two different places because of health issues, and he had, you know, I think he had an issue at, on the sideline at Ohio, at Ohio State. State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you worry about that. And, you know, well, also, uh, also, he had problems with his players at a couple different uh, or issues at the two different yes. schools, too. Yes. Look at that, that Florida team that won the national championship. That, come on, Aaron Hernandez and, and Chris Rainey and Percy Harvin and, and the Pounce, everybody. I mean, it was a it, look, they were a great team, but they had issues. You go to Ohio State, remember the assistant coach? had all those issues and got in trouble. Remember that guy? Um, the, was it the wide receivers coach that was, he got in yeah. trouble with his wife or whatever and Urban acted like he didn't. I mean, there have been issues at two spots for him in terms of things going on. And th- that's a little concerning for me. So yeah, he's been a great coach. Don't get me wrong. And I think you can, you don't have to be a coordinator to be a head, great head coach. No, I agree. I, I agree. Too. I think they're, by the way, Pete, you and I are in agreement there. They're two different skill sets. Correct. Just because you're a good coordinator and you can call plays, that doesn't mean you can lead no, 53 men and set the culture and set the standard. And this is where we're going and this is how we're going to do it. You've two had coordinators. You had coordinators of yours, Chris Palmer and guys like that. Right. They two different skill sets. Right. Two Correct. different skill sets. So I'm not putting that against them at all. all right, you just have to understand what you're getting with Urban is the, the CEO. He's a CEO type of uh, coach. He's going to oversee it. He's going to make sure it looks right. He's going to set the culture. And you bring up good points. They're fair points. I mean, they're documented. It's not like you're talking about stuff that hasn't been written about. Um, the health issues are real, all concerns. But you cannot deny the man has had success everywhere Correct. he has been. He Correct. is a leader. He's a coach. 
He knows what it's supposed to look like. And that is like, you can't argue it. And so nope. um, and it, it'll be interesting to see if that's the direction. JP's waving at you. We got to take a break, guys. Let's come back in just a moment. The conversation continues with social questions right around the corner. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk, checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk, checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy, keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit massageenvy.com for more details. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everyone's so busy keeping up. Forget about the Joneses. We all on our telephones with the texts and the tweets and the beats. What he said, she said, can't even follow the thread. Down the hole, we all go. Me, I like keeping up too with my corona and my attitude. That's La Vida Masfina. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, this is Dr. Patrick Basil of Basil Plastic Surgery and Wellness. I'm a proud veteran of the U.S. Navy, and during my active duty time, I had the amazing privilege to serve our country and those who were wounded in combat. Helping my patients return to a normal life, I was able to provide an unparalleled level of care, which I've carried over to my own private practice today. As the official plastic surgeon of the Jaguars, I invite you to visit us at patrickbasilmd.com. I would like to wish the Jags best of luck in today's game. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. 
Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. Hour number two rolling along, heading into week 17. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, and Tony Baselli. And now time for the always anticipated social media questions. We put the bat signal out early in the day. Here's what we've come up with today. The first one from at Bootlegged Human. Not a question, but just wanted to give some props to the O-line. Taylor was near perfect against Mac yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I think he played well. I thought both him and Cam played well after a couple of rough outings. But the whole offense line was uh, physical. They ran the ball pretty well. And I thought Glennon was fine as far as in the pocket. I, I mean, as far as time in the pocket. Tony, I was talking to another GM this week, and uh, he was talking about how he, had, he thought both Taylor and Robinson would be really good. And he was surprised they weren't this year. Really surprised. Yeah, I, you know how I feel about him. I mean, I think they're both talented. I mean, and you're going to have a big decision with Cam, you know, because I think people see the talent. Someone's going to pay him. If he wants to get the free agency, Pete, someone's going to pay him. They're going to pay him pretty good. What do you pay him? I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, we talked about it. I mean, is he as good as Garrett Bowles? No. He didn't play as well. He hasn't come close to playing as well as Garrett Bowles this year. Not close. Garrett Bowles hadn't given up a sack this year. And Garrett Bowles got $17 million a year. So, but he ain't getting 17 No, I'm just saying that's what Garrett – I'm not saying – If I were the Bowles Jaguars, get. I'd offer him – How much? Eight to ten. Yeah, I don't think he takes it. I think he goes to free agency. Yeah, goodbye. I'll find, a, I'll find a rookie left tackle. It's a good tackle class. Our next question from at SickWit at 98. What is plan B if Trevor Lawrence goes back to school? There, there is no plan B. He ain't going back to school. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going back to school. I see. Here's, here's the difference. Now, he'll talk this week, so he's going to be asked about it. I, he's not like he's, he's from a big city. He's a, this is a perfect for him. It's a small town. It's Jacksonville's a small city. It's a, it's got a country feel to it at times. Well, and here's the other thing. If 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 you look at if you're Trevor Lawrence and you're saying, okay, I'm gonna go to Jacksonville, small market, um, but they they've never won the Super Bowl. I can be the guy that builds the fran that like is right. the franchise. Like there's an opportunity to do something that he can do at very few other places and take the Jaguars to places it's never been before. Make them relevant. That's right, and in today's in, in today's in, in today's social media too, you see you, no, big market. No, Mahomes is, look what Patrick Mahomes has done in Kansas City. Exactly right, and you look at the, go look at the NBA that Giannis, whatever I can't yeah. pronounce his last name, and a he just signed, it, Yeah, yeah, he's, he's just, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, he's a star. If you it, the NFL is so big, it doesn't matter what market you play in. If you are great. And he goes, and he is who we think he is. Well, remember, yeah. it doesn't matter. Remember last year when they were talking about Joe Burrow not wanting to play in Cincinnati? Yeah. I talked to him at the Combine about it. And he goes, no, that was never the case. And I said, look, I want my quarterback to say, I'm going to make that team relevant in the next 10 years. That's what I want to hear out of you. He goes, that's exactly how I feel. I imagine that's how Trevor Lawrence would feel. He, this is a perfect scenario for him. Yeah, no I, income tax. North Florida is a lot like Georgia, where he's from. Come on, it's yeah. perfect. And I and I don't think he's going back. Let's say he did. Just I mean, the question was asked. If he did, then you you know what? You're doing a lot of work. You're still taking quarterback number one, and you're going out and doing the work on who the best quarterback is in the draft. Right, but he's not going back. 
There's no no way he's going back. Nope, he's not. At Marshmallow904 has the next question. If you could pick 10 players on this roster to move forward with, who would you choose? Hashtag Fred Taylor is the best Jaguar of all time. Oh, he dissed you, Tony. It's kind of a shot. <laughs> shot shot, shot across the board. Um, 10, you take Miles Jack. There's one. James Robinson. James Two. Robinson. Uh, Chark. Three. Henderson. Four. Allen. Five. And the five offensive linemen. No, you take Taylor. <laughs> really? Taylor. Six. Taylor, six. Um, boy. You're going to take LaVista Chenault. Seven. How about um, Hamilton? Eight. I'm I'm taking I'm taking Orwell. I know everyone like loves to hate him, but he's playing good football. All right, number nine. And I'm probably taking I'm probably taking Linder at center. I mean, if you're just saying the best players, right? You that's, left out yeah, that's you probably left you out Lambo and Cook. You would you would no, uh, the specialists they don't count. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you would take um you would take Chenault huh over yeah. Well, okay, if I'm taking Chenault off the list. And I'm going to take Logan Cook as the punter because <laughs> he's. <laughs> you wouldn't take Sidney Jones over Chenault. Sidney Jones can't stay healthy, Pete. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, Chenault's missed time too, hasn't he this year? Yeah, it's okay. fair. Yeah. Like I got big questions. And about he missed CJ. time. Chenault missed time in Colorado a lot too. I, I, I have big questions about C.J. Henderson. Because hmm. he he didn't he miss time at Florida in senior or junior year, mm-hmm. which uh, you would take young safeties. I mean, you're probably going to keep Dan- you take Daniel Thomas as the, I mean, just because of his youth and what the little bit you saw, and he's a very good special teams player. Isn't it interesting that not neither one of us said Joe Schober? That's right. And he's yeah, six in the league I, in tackles yeah, this I, year. Mm. Yeah, he probably would. I mean, I'll say <laughs> this. I'm not getting rid of him because I don't want to have to. I mean, and it goes back to the conversation about Cam. Like you. If you can get him for the right price, you definitely keep him because it's one less position you have to fill. Yeah, but some that's a dangerous uh, strategy to get involved in at times, Tony. No, no, I agree, Pete. I'm just saying you have to stack rank where the biggest needs are. Well, okay, and, where's the biggest need? Name number one biggest need. Well, quarterback. Well, okay, but that, you're going to solve that. So let's go. You got pass 40, rusher. Pass correct. rusher. Right. Um, you need help in the secondary. You need, you need speed. T- you need uh, speed. speed outside. You need. Uh, you'd love to have a matchup tight end that could create kind of all kinds of issues. I mean, you need playmakers, and then and then you and then I then you, you need offensive line always, obviously. I mean, I'm drafting. I, I mean, I'm drafting offensive line. I'll probably even if I sign Cam in the first two rounds with this tackle class, I'm probably taking one. Well, you go. You draft with one, you take Lawrence with your other pick, which is getting better by the week with the Rams doing what they're doing. You take a tackle or a tight end, depending on what you do in free agency. And then you take a pass rusher and a down lineman, maybe, depending on what you do in free agency. And then yeah. you get a speed guy. You got to get a speed guy in the draft. Well, everyone else finds those speed guys like in the middle of the round somehow. All right. But really, how many speed guys are there, though? Really, when you boil it down, speed. That you that scares the hell out of you. Okay, Kansas City has like fifteen of them. Well, they have two really. <laughs> Sammy Watkins was a high I'm joking. 
Well, Hardman. I'm joking. We're talking about Hardman and yeah, uh, Hardman and, and, and Hill. Hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. AJ Brown. Yeah. He's a freakish athlete. Right. Um, but he was Metcalf. A, yeah, they were they were second round picks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just go through. Let's just do the the AFC South. You got Colts have Brown. no speed. No. Jags don't. Uh, Texans have Will Fuller, but he's Fuller. never on the field. Never but on the field. Fly, but he can fly. Right. Um, That's yeah, it. Listen, That's to, one. listen to, let's go to more questions. Yeah, you need speed. Yeah. Go to more right. questions. I don't want to go through this. All right. Uh, at Metal World Crazy has the next one. Why is Baselli such a Debbie Downer? Is he not excited about Trevor Lawrence because he went to Clemson and not USC? Who's not? I'm very excited. I'm just not like I'm not ready to to uh, start up the parade for the Super Bowl and get the Super Bowl route all planned out like Prisco. That's all. In the next ten years, you got ten years. I'm excited about him. I'm just saying, if you look at the numbers, like everything's about data and analytics. If you go run the analytics of first round draft picks that were quarterbacks, it's a coin flip whether they work out or not. Yeah, okay, but if you run the analytics on the first round, <laughs> can't miss guys. There's not. John Elway, uh, Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. Although Peyton Manning, I'll give you this: a lot of people like Ryan Leaf in that draft. I was going to say everyone said flip. Ryan Leaf was can't miss either. It was a coin flip. How that, I mean, that work? Okay, out? but but if you're getting a knucklehead, it's going to miss no matter how good you are. Well, that's my point, and I don't think I. I listen, I think headline for selling. Lawrence is not going. <laughs> no, he's not. I think I think Trevor Lawrence is a superstar. I'm just saying, like it's more than just that. You I agree. Get, here's the, you want to know what's just as important as getting the quarterback, Pete? Is you better get the GM and the coach right, and have the right culture in that building. Did you think Jamarcus Russell was a can't miss when he came out? No. no. Did you think Vince Young was can't miss when he came out? No. Did you think Matt Leinart was can't miss when he came out? No. That's what I'm saying. There's different ver- – none of the first-round picks the Jaguars picked were first-round The quarterbacks were camp missers. Uh, no, no, I, I agree, Pete. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be great. I'm just – my only point was if you look at the numbers of quarterbacks p- top, picked in the top ten – I agree. It's a coin flip. If, he, if he's what we think he is, should they win a Super Bowl in the next ten years? Yes, absolutely. But I'll say this. I'm going to go back to what I just said because you didn't respond. You better get the head coach and, and GM right. Because I agree. You better no, have the right culture, otherwise that kid will not be successful. He will not right. be successful if you don't have the right culture. I agree with you. And well, that I'm is a sorry. fact. Our next question from at Leland Merritt. Now that we've secured the first overall pick, does Peter Tony have any thoughts on who we will take first overall? I'm just playing. Actual question is, do they think we could trade Gardner for a fourth or fifth? And if we can, should <laughs> we? Love the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I uh, mean, I... Roast beef sandwich, turkey sandwich, throw in a sub, maybe some uh, bucket of chicken and uh, pizza. Get your Gardner Minshew. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously, you're not going to get anything for him. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if you got anything for Gardner Minshew. What was the tweet uh, earlier? Was it today or yesterday, Pete? You commented on like NFL and CBS had something about Gardner. Well, yeah, I'm just here. I'll read it to you. I, I, I looked at it. <laughs> Like they put out a tweet. It just shows you how right. analytics and stats can be deceiving. It said, "It said basically, is Gardner getting a fair shake or something to that effect?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I looked it up. And it's I, like all these numbers I are dispute, like second half numbers. I dispute my own. I dispute my own place. That's how. That's what I'll do. Give me a break. 
Was it, was it CBS Sports? Is that where it's it was? It's NFL on CBS. Yeah, NFL. We'll NFL on CBS. We'll look it up. It, it was interesting because uh, I, I, could, I could hear Pete through the tweet you know, just in my ears. I saw it. It was this morning. I'm like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Obviously, uh, a lot of those numbers are in uh, moments when the Jaguars are down in football games. You know what, JP? Yes. Lawrence Mania will last a lot longer than Minju Mania ever lasted. I can promise you that. Wow. (laughs) I mean, let me ask you this. Yeah. Would people feel the same way about Minshew if he didn't have the long hair and didn't wear the cut-off jeans and he wasn't funny and he wasn't the, the whole shtick and everything? No. So here, here, here's, here's the tweet. It says, does Gardner Minshew deserve better? This season, the Jags' current backup has more pass yards per game than Breeze and Tannehill, better TD to interception ratio than uh, Russ and Lamar, higher QB rating than Big Ben and Kyler, and higher completion percentage than Brady and Stafford. That's the tweet. My response to that is, if you watch the tape of Breeze, Tannehill, uh, Russell Wilson, Lamar, Ben, Kyler, Brady, and Stafford, would any GM on planet Earth or coach take Gardner Minshew before they took those guys? Well, let's let's put it even worse. Doug Marone picked Mike Glennon over Gardner Minshew. (laughs) Think about that. No, my point, and like the, the, what the tweet, because Pete, you're right. Do you think Gar? Do you think Doug Marone wants to get fired? Do you think Doug Marone wants to lose every game? Do you think this coaching staff isn't doing everything they possibly can to find a way to win a football game? If they thought Gardner Mitchell gave them a better chance of winning football games, he would be the quarterback. No question about it. I mean, come good. on. That's why these are. That's it was a, a, it mean, was a fun little story why it was going on. It's over. It's done. It, it, it wasn't good. One final question at No Toes Down. What are your thoughts on some of these national media members, Shap and Mortensen, to name a couple, slandering the Jags and proclaiming they shouldn't get the number one pick? Seems rather ignorant. What are they talking? What have I, I saw those tweets and Jeremy Shap saying they shouldn't get the. Number one pick because you don't reward losing. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, now, in fairness to Shaft, that was not a shot at Jacksonville because he said the same thing three weeks ago about the Jets. He says it about everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just want to make sure this is not Jaguar fans and national media taking a shot saying this because it's the Jaguars. There are certain people that don't don't like the drafting system the way it's set up in the NFL. Which, but but also also there were people there who. We're saying that the Jaguars were tanking. This is how stupid the national media is sometimes. They were tanking by not playing Minshew and playing Mike Glennon. That's the belief outside of this place. And anybody who's been around the building and knows everybody knows that's not the case. So. So there you have it. There you have it. Social questions are in. Thank you for the submissions. We're back in a moment with a look around the National Football League in week Number 16, it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 
80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com slash care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Why do you choose Farah and Farah? First, we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company. And our track record proves that we know how to win. Our attorneys and staff are a team, and we've worked together for decades. To us, our job is much more than just a paycheck. We love to help. And this is important. We never forget. It's not about us. It's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're feeling good now, smiling wider now, seeing brighter now, bucket dunking now, staying now, popping a wheelie now, living lighter now. You're on Tropic Time now. And on Mondays, try our Jaguars Duval Delight Smoothies for $2.99. And you're roaring louder now, end zone dancing now, sipping spirit now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. On a Monday, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. Let's go around the National Football League. We'll split it up into two different parts here. We'll start off, though. With the early games of the week, Friday, the Saints over the Vikings, 52-33. Alvin Kamara tied Ernie Nevers' record with six rushing touchdowns in a game, Pete. Whenever you can bring Ernie Nevers' name out, that's historic. Yeah, and look, he was he's a fantastic running back. He's the perfect style of back you want in this league nowadays. I had one little issue with it. Would you put him back in to get the sixth touchdown there at the end, Tony? Only I, I would have put him. I would have given him the ball instead of Taysom Hill, so he would have six before we ever got to that point. I get it, but that one late in the game wasn't a little. I mean, and Sean Payton and Mike Zimmer are friends. 
I would have, Mike Zimmer, I would have been unhappy if I was Mike Zimmer. It's the NFL. You know what? You get paid to stop him. This isn't college. Oh, this isn't high gosh. school. That's right. You have you a know, defense want, too, Pete. If you, if you don't want him to score, Pete, then stop him. Okay, here's the other point of that. What okay. if he twisted his knee up on that run? That, that'd be a problem. Right. On Saturday, the Buccaneers blasted the Lions 47 to 7. You know, if I've ever, I've been around this league a long time, that Lions team quit so bad. I didn't see it. It was disgusting. It was, what was it at halftime, JP? It was 40 to something at the half. Wasn't it at the half? It It was 34 to zip. It was amazing, and I they they had a punt return for a, a punt return for a touchdown. Other than that, they did nothing, and they quit. And Matt Stafford got hurt. So they had 100, you know, 186 yards of offense. Detroit did. It was terrible. It was terrible. They're bad. They if with no Matt Stafford, the Jaguars might actually be able to beat that team. <laughs> Where are they going? What are they going to do with GM and coach? You think? I don't know. They need they need to get. They have a decision to make on Stafford. You keep him? I still think he's pretty good. I do, too. I think he's really good. The He was a number one overall pick, too. I was going to say, that's right. Yep. Yeah, and what is they that? They haven't won a Super Bowl in a decade. They had sniffed one. Um, and, every, and everyone thought he was one of those, like, almost pretty – I don't know if he was as for sure as uh, Andrew Luck, but he was pretty dang close. I remember him coming out like he was the dude. But he also goes back to your theory on the Colt. The culture has never been good there. That's right. And that's that's why you got have to get it right. And I saw Gil Brandt actually tweeted out something today about Stafford. You know, people killing him, saying he's not a great quarterback. If Matt Stafford was with Andy Reid or Belichick, you know, if he was on the Steelers, on one of these great organizations, might be a different story about him. I've, I've always thought he was underrated. I, I like Matt Stafford. I do too. And so that, that's why it goes back to my point. You better get the culture right. Just picking the quarterback isn't good. Like, and people are saying, aren't you excited? Yes, I'm excited. I want Trevor Lawrence. I think it's going to be great. But you got to get the building right. But I don't think – I don't think they had four picks in the top 44 and had all that cap room when he Pete, got there either. It doesn't matter. If you don't have the right culture where players are developed and people want to right. be at your organization and that there's a, there's a single message going through and there's conviction about who we are and what we're doing and how it gets done and this is how we do it, and it's coming from the GM and the head coach, you yeah. have no chance. You have I no chance. I get it. Two more Saturday games, the Niners over the Cardinals 20-12, to 12, and a big loss to the Cardinals. Open it up for the Bears to make a move. Yeah, but if the Cardinals win this week, they're in. If the Bears lose this week, they're in. If, then they play the Rams, who probably won't have Jared Goff because of thumb injury. It looked like a really bad loss. In hindsight, it might not end up being one. Well, it's not great because now – We'll give the Niners credit too, by the way, because that's, that's a group that teams that teams. There you go, culture, coach, culture, quarterback. The, I mean, uh, GM. I mean, look at the. I mean, look at what they've done this year uh, with without their best player on offense for most uh, for quite a bit of the year, George Kittle. Without their quarterback Garoppolo. Without their best player on the whole team, probably uh, Nick Bosa out. Um, no Sherman. Second, no, no Sherman. Sherman. I mean. No, no Jimmy Ward this week. Run it. Mostert's been hurt all year. Debo Samuel's been out. I mean, I mean, look at that. Look at that. What they've done, and they play hard, and they compete, and they're in games. Right. Because he's a good coach. 
he's a good coach, and him and Lynch are on the same page, and Lynch knows his role, and he builds the team and gets players based on what that guy wants to do and how he wants to call offense and how Robert Saul wants to play defense, and he gets the right guys, and they have the right culture. And you can see it. I remember being around the last year at the Super Bowl, Pete. Yeah. I mean, you can just feel it within the organization. And that was an organization that was dead. Right. That was had a terrible culture and was going nowhere. Correct. And they were desperate, and they got two guys who are on the same page, and they're football guys, and they get it, and they're good leaders. And and they're going to be – now, they have a big decision. It'll be interesting to see what him and uh, uh, Shanahan and Lynch do with Garoppolo after this year. Correct. Let's take a time out. we got one more Saturday game to get to. We'll get to all the rest in Week 16 as well. When we return, coming down the home stretch, it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body checking your phone getting in the car sitting at your desk checking the phone getting in your car sitting at your desk checking your phone for the 50th time today if you do anything with regularity you should get massaged with regularity massage envy keep your body working Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he's built nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger, and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. 
The best way to feel love is to share it at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. We always go the extra mile with bigger selection, more savings, our best service. Only Subaru of Orange Park gives you a nationwide lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance on new and used vehicles. Plus, when you get a new Subaru during the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charities at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. Online at SubaruofOrangePark.com. See dealer website for full details. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. We finish our look around the National Football League in Week 16. Quickly, Saturday, the Dolphins over the Raiders, 26-25. One of the wildest final four-minute stretches you'll see. Yeah, and, I mean, it was crazy. What do you do? I think the Raiders messed that up at the end of the game. You're trying not to score, but you should have scored on third down. That's when you should have scored. Let the clock go down and then score on third down, and you're better off making them go get a touchdown to beat you with 30 seconds or whatever it would have been than go get a field goal with 17. That was dumb. Oh, we've lost Tony. Tony's muted. We've, this is Tony, the best Tony's segment muted. of the show. What that's, oh, again, that's, never, that's never a bad thing. We <laughs> <laughs> wish we had control of that button all the time. We're finishing strong, just like the Jags will be this week. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, my, I'm not going to kill Gruden for it. I mean, he's trying, trying to win it at the last second. I mean, you kick it they, 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 in one play. Got all the way down there in the roughing the pass. I mean, everything had to go wrong for you. Well, and again, everything's going to have to go wrong to lose the other way, too. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. I don't know. Almost the exact same time there was a bowl game on that day. A good one, too. Coastal Carolina was playing Liberty. Right. Did you see what happened at the end of that game? No. That the running back tried to prevent himself from scoring to try and burn more clock. And the lineman somehow stumbled onto him, and he fumbled in the end zone. And the other team recovered. <laughs> Go get your point. Get your point. Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, Pete, but I'm not going to kill uh, Gruden for it. I mean, it's not a bad uh, strategic call. It there. wasn't. No, the this, the call isn't bad. But if you're gonna, if you want to burn clock, burn clock, and then and then take it down and then score on the third down. Not Don't score right away. I get that. You didn't have to. Right. They could have scored on third. And the other thing is, the penalty actually hurt them. You remember they jumped off sides, the Dolphins, and gave them a first down? That stopped the clock. Otherwise, they would have had to use a timeout if they got that first down. So it, it, it was interesting. I don't know. I, I, I would have scored on third down. Bengals over the Texans, 37-31. We'll stay away from that game. The Chiefs over the J.J. Falcons. J.J. Watt went off, though. He did. I saw that. He I He's right. Play. He's right about players play. Go play. Yeah, I liked there, it. I actually liked his comment. Yeah, J.J. Watt. And then uh, the Chiefs over the Falcons. Ku uh, <laughs> missed a field goal. He had made 27 straight until he didn't. And, by the way, earlier on the drive when the Chiefs went ahead, A.J. Terrell had an interception in the end zone, and he dropped it. They would have won that game. Mm. The Chiefs haven't looked like the Chiefs recently. They just yeah, but they, you know what they do? They win. I know. But they haven't looked. <laughs> and you know what? They, they haven't looked that like good recently, it, but they, they have They can turn it on whenever they want to. <laughs> they have a bye in the playoffs, but they haven't looked yeah, that good. No, but they haven't looked as good. 
What do you do this week, Pete, if you're Andy Reid? Do you have the body of everyone? Yeah. Do you worry about having two weeks off and getting being rusty in that opening playoff? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Speaking of a borderline set and Mahomes set. Speaking of a team that yeah. didn't look like themselves for a few weeks, the Pittsburgh Steelers rallied back. The Colts blew it yesterday. I think the design of their offense is awful because they were forced to have to throw the ball fast and down the field in the second half, and they did it. All those crossing routes they run, those little three-yard, four-yard crossing routes, I think the design of the offense. You mentioned Deontay Johnson. He can go. He let him go. Yeah, that was a big choke job by the Colts, by the way. We're well, supposed to have a good defense. You're supposed to win that game. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're up 24-7. You can't give up, especially against an offense who'd been struggling. And, and you're right. The reason they run those little crossing routes and all that short passing, because that's their run game. And I don't think – it's been right, Pete. Well, he looked good in the second half yesterday. He did. I mean, they, so but if that's the case, why aren't they pressing the ball down the field? What's up? Bad design. Bad yeah, design. And, well, and it, it does not help when you can't run the ball. I no. I think the Pittsburgh are I think Pittsburgh's an early exit in the playoffs um, because they can't run the ball. And I think no, they're gonna have a hard time. You'd rather play the Steelers, I think, right now than the Ravens. Yeah, I hundred percent I would. The Ravens are playing good football right now. Yep. Chargers over the Broncos. Do the, do, hold on. Do the Steelers show up? Because this game doesn't mean anything that for them to make sure the Browns don't make the playoffs. Well, they can still get the two seed, couldn't they? Well, no. If the Bengals, if the Bills win tonight, they can't get the two seed. That's right. Well, the the, the Vegas line says they're not going to show up because they're seven point underdogs. Yeah. So I, because they might sit Ben and, and make that their bye week. Um. So interesting. Chargers over the Broncos and the Panthers over Washington. Dwayne Haskins waived today by the Washington football team. Well, I mean, he's not good, A, and he's irresponsible, B. That's a good reason to waive a guy. There you go. And, these and my guess is they're probably able to cancel his guaranteed money because of contra- conduct, conduct detrimental or some of the things he's pulled off the field. And so my guess is he's not going to get all his guaranteed money either. Yeah, and by the way, Taylor Heineke came in and actually played better. Washington is alive. If they win on Sunday night against the Eagles, they're the NFC champs. Will the will Alex Smith be back at quarterback? Maybe. maybe, maybe. And it's at Philly. That's not going to be an easy game for Washington. By then, you'll know who won the Dallas Giants game, and the winner of that game will be alive. And then, if the Eagles were to beat the Washington football team, then the Cowboys or Giants would be the division winner. That's gross. Some other games, Cowboys over the Eagles, 37-7. It is gross. 37-17, Seahawks beat the Rams 20-9. And then last night, the Packers over the Titans, uh, 40-14. It sets up a tight week 17 to determine the AFC South champion. And the Titans have not won a division since 08. I can't, it's hard to believe that. They've just beaten the Jaguars pretty bad a bunch since then. You know what's amazing is if, if there wasn't that cold and snowy, Rodgers would have been in a seven-on-seven drill. <laughs> they can't rush the passer <laughs> right. at all. Right. Nothing. They give you nothing rushing the pass. They're going to be an early exit team, too, because they can't rush the passer. Mm. Yeah, the only thing, the only chance the uh, Titans do have is, you know, Derrick Henry gets it going, and they shorten the game, and they're just controlling it, running the ball with him. Um, I mean, that's how they can stay in games. It's their only chance, because you're right, Pete. They're, they're, they're that didn't work it again. But that, I don't think that – I don't think that's working against Kansas City, though. We saw that in the playoffs last year. They got a good lead. They were running. No, it no, no. 
But they're not going to play Kansas City in the first no, round. No, they'll right. play. They'll be the four seed. No, the yeah, they'll be the four seed, four. right? Yep. All right. And so they would. They Time would play for the, the final Monday Night Football preview of the season. It's an AFC East division battle that doesn't matter much at all. The division champion Buffalo Bills at eleven and three, and the eliminated New England Patriots at six and eight. Who you got in Foxborough? Ah, uh, Buffalo. Quickly. I think Buffalo will win this game. I think Josh Allen has a big day. Tony? Um, yeah, I mean, Bills. Patriots aren't very good. <laughs> Thank uh, you, next week is our final show, right? Yes, it is. One more week to go. Got to remind the audience. Yes, we'll see you then. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, J.P. Shadrick. Jaguars happy hour.